Inspire with the CEDP mission team. Connecting with teachers to transform students' experience of religious education. Welcome to Inspire. My name is Scott Carroll. I'm a teaching educator with the mission team for Catholic education in the Diocese of Parramatta. We're halfway through our mini-series featuring Professor Anthony Ma unpacking the formation dispositions which form essential prerequisites for teaching and learning. In the last episode, we focused specifically on the formation dispositions that make up the head domain. In this episode, we focus on heart. Here's Anthony. The second disposition is, is the heart. And, and like, the, like the previous, there are, there are four aspects to it. Possibly e- easier to understand in, in more everyday language. To be contemplative is, is the first. Again, contemplative comes or rather leads to action. And, and we have this phrase in the rationale and in, in the curriculum learning cycles. We are contemplatives on action and we carry out action and then contemplate. Contemplate, action, action, contemplate. Otherwise, we can quickly become a headless chicken and running around from one disaster to another without stepping back and discerning. When we step back and discern, because we come out of our Catholic tradition, we go to Scripture. We go to the teachings of Jesus or to the Psalms or the prophets and we reflect and we discern on our action and then we take action again and that's a lifelong process of contemplation on action and action on contemplation. It is for those of you who follow the Pope Francis's writings, his method, he, he recommends this to us. It comes out of the, the Ignatian way or Ignatian spirituality. So be, contem- be a contemplative in action, Francis would say. To be empathetic, now, Empathy is rather an interesting thing and there's been lots of discussions about empathy, particularly in the context of education over the last couple of decades. And the consensus is, as, as, as far as I can understand it, and I'm, and I'm not a, an educational psychologist, but the educational psychologists tell us rather an interesting concept, perhaps teachers know this or parents know this, but empathy can be taught, so I am told, empathy can be taught to children and indeed children can teach us empathy. So to be empathetic is to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes or in somebody else's place. Obviously there's a limit to that. I can't imagine what it's like to be on Manus Island and if I made a claim then it wouldn't be authentic but I can empathize and I can and I do try to teach my children empathy and vice versa. They try and do the same with me. So to be a contemplative in action, growing in empathy, we move then into humility. Now, humility is is a central component of our rationale and of our learning cycles. We say in the rationale, as, as I'll move to shortly, to be humble in the way of Jesus. Now, humility is an incredibly important disposition. So we're not on a pedestal. We're not saying, I've got all the answers. Now that's not only our Christian imperative to be humble, but it's also a new method of pedagogy. It's a new approach to teach in a classroom. In the past, let's say starting from the Greeks, Aristotle, uh, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, we had the master who had all the answers and, and the student or the novice or the apprentice who learnt from the master. 
And that's more or less, I know rather crudely, how education has worked for millennia. But because of the advances in technology, that method is no longer applicable. And it is impossible for a teacher to know all the answers. A teacher can't even compete with Wikipedia for all the strengths and weaknesses of Wikipedia. So it requires a new humility. So a teacher has to be an explorer and a learner, just like the students that they teach. So as a teacher, we begin to understand ourselves as a learner and a teacher, not just a teacher. Now that requires a certain amount of humility. It is also, I believe, a very good pedagogy because you go on inquiry with the kids. And, and you can say, and um, I promise you in 51 of these learning cycles, as a teacher, you will say regularly, I don't know. And that requires a bit of humility. And the kids might think, hey, my teacher doesn't know. So we have to be confident to be able to say, yeah, I don't. Because some of this is really difficult. These are serious, mature, philosophical questions about reality. The questions that I'm told, and I know from my own antidotal experience of my own kids, kids are asking at 11 and 12 and 13 years of age, why am I here? What's my purpose? Did God make me? Why do bad things happen to good people? Now as a teacher, that requires a bit of humility. You cannot just say two plus two equals four, that's why this happened. Because that's not being authentic to yourself or to our students. So we step back, we take a deep breath of humility and we say, well, I'm not quite sure, but this is what this group thinks, or this is what church teaching says, or this is what scripture says. And we, so we go on a journey together. The fourth disposition of the heart is to be loving, uh, to actually be caring and considerate of the people who are around us. So the heart dispositions be contemplative in action, be empathetic in our teaching, be humble in our pedagogy, and be loving, actually loving the people that, that, that we care for. The best teachers are caring and compassionate and want what's very best for their children and have the, their children's best interests at heart, to be loving. Mm -hmm.